the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're looking at the cultural impact that you and I should have as believers in Christ. Next on Times of Refreshing. You've been saved. You've been redeemed. You are now a child of God. So what do you do now? What kind of impact will you have on the people around you, the culture you've been placed in? That's what we're looking at today here on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. Today, we're back in Acts chapter 10, taking a look at this story of Cornelius finding the cultural impact and how we should be making that same impact. Join us. Here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman with today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing. Wherever you go, you are representing the kingdom of God and you have to make yourself available to God's leadings in that moment because you don't know who you're going to talk to. You don't know whose family is going to be impacted because you're at the right place at the right time. You don't know how your simple act of obedience is going to impact a generation. You never know. But if we have it in our mind that God needs to use somebody else or I'm too busy or I'm just, you know, I'm only here just to collect my check. I'm only here just so I can say hi to you or, or we have some other agendas going on. We can miss out on opportunities to really have the impact on the culture that God is looking for us to have. This man in this moment is right where he needs to be. God begins to move on his heart and send him to where he needs to go. And he's going to have an impact that's not only going to just affect him, but the Bible says many now were gathered at Cornelius' house and they're affected. The thing that I love about this, though, Is that God, in the midst of this, as he's preparing Peter, he is able to break down Peter's cultural baggage. Which in turn made him available. In this custom, we know, and Peter says it, it's unlawful for me to even hang out with you guys. But God has shown me That I should not call something common that God has cleansed. And what's happened is even within, and and I say this, even within the church, it is a shame that that. Black people only feel that they can minister to black people. And white people only feel that they can minister to white people. And Chinese people only feel that they can minister to Chinese people. And we've got all this garbage inside the church. Can I have an amen? And all the garbage, all the trash in the church needs to be taken to the dumpster and poured off. Because God is not going to be able to use you. 
to the degree that he wants to use you, if you and I have any cultural baggage in our hearts. And so he sits here and he, 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 he corrects him. He says, oh, I see what God is saying. I can't have this. I can't, this, is, this isn't something that I need to have in my heart. I can't let this, I can't let this fester. I can't let this, I got to understand that God is doing something new here and that I've got to ride with God. Can I have an amen, y'all? And so what he does is, is he breaks down this cultural wall that has been established and erected, and then he's made him even more useful. And for all of us, we have to see this in our own lives. If we have, and and you guys know one thing I do not like, one thing in this church, and you guys know this, and I'm going to say this again, this pulpit does not endorse any political party. I want to make that clear in this house. Now you go somewhere else, they may do that stuff. And here we don't do that. It doesn't, we don't endorse any political party. You, you let God lead you and go from there. In this church, we don't do that. Number two, in this church, I will say it again. I hate any form of racism. And this church, this church, we don't... This church is a multi-ethnic church. It will always be as long as I'm the senior pastor. I don't care if you came from Pluto. I don't care if you are green. In this church, we don't get it. We don't do that. There's so many, so many people. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Can I have an amen? We don't do that here in this church. This is not a black church, a white church, an Hispanic church. This is a red church. It's a church that's covered in the blood of Jesus. I don't care where you come from. God has established it like that from the first day we opened the doors. And and you guys can tell, I don't play with that. I hate it. On both sides of the field. Racism, reverse racism, all of it, it's all, it's the devil. It's all the devil. It's all the devil. It's all the devil. I don't, I don't like any of this. And uh, Peter, in this moment, we see he had to, God had to break something off him so he can become more of an asset to the kingdom. And his divine appointments could be sound. Man, I can't go over, I can't, I can't go over that person's house because they're, because they're, they're black. I can't go over their person's house because they're white. I can't go over their person's house because they're, they're Japanese. I can't go over there. I mean, I mean, how pathetic is that? To what you're saying is God can't use you. God can't use you to touch people. He can't. And so for us, we we have to see that God is in the business of making divine appointments for us, which is going to further, you know, bless our account. But if God can't use us because we have any cultural baggage, then, then are we really useful to the kingdom? We have to let God get this stuff in the house. And I want to just say this. 
I want I want to say this and I think I need to say this because it is it is important. And I and I and I think everyone needs to understand why I'm very very obviously it's biblical. But I want people to hear my heart in this. I grew up in a home where there was racism. Where there's reverse racism. And I'm just sharing this straight up with you guys. My grandfather was a racist. He hated white people. He would talk about them bad. And he would sit there and talk about these people. And these people were my friends. I grew up in a very multi-diverse neighborhood and city. And my friends, some of my friends, and I always, I would say, well, why is he doing that? There's nothing wrong with my friends. Are you telling me there's something wrong with them just because their skin color is different than mine? You're telling me that I understand the history of this country. I understand the things that I'm a black man. And I've been called the N-word several times in my own city. So I've been called a lot of things. But I've also been called by my father, my grandfather. My my grandfather also told me that I was never going to be nothing. So when I see this wickedness on both sides of the fence... My antenna goes up because I lived through it and been called all kinds of names from from white people and black people. When I gave my life to Jesus, I made up my mind that I don't care what color a person is. What is the mission and that is for God so loved the world that he gave his only. I want to make myself available to every human being on this planet. So I don't care who you, young, old, heavy, skinny, black, white, Chinese, Peru, Japan, Indonesia, Vietnam, Thailand, wherever you want to send me, God, send me. I'm available. I'm ready to go, Lord. And what happens is we see in this moment, God, he's created a divine appointment. Peter is able to recognize it, put his cultural baggage down so that he can have cultural impact. He's willing to put his cultural baggage down so he can have cultural impact. And when he has cultural impact, the the results are just outstanding. Person by person, family by family, he's getting ready to have a cultural impact that is, that is such a blessing. Let's go down that verse 34 on down to 43. Look what he says here. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, in truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, somebody say every nation. But in every nation, whoever fears him. And works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel preaching peace through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That word you know which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Saints, never forget that we do not war against flesh and blood. 
but against principalities and powers and the wicked rulers of the darkness of this age. Take your eyes off people and start looking at the devil and tell him, I see you, devil. I see what you're trying to do in my home. I see what you're trying to do in my city. I see what you're trying to do in my state. I see what you're trying to do in my country. But we're going to drive you out in the name of Jesus. Can I have an amen? That your enemy is not people. Your enemy is the devil. Get your eyes off people and start looking at the devil and expose him for what he's trying to do. Because first of all, he's trying to bring division into your home and into your marriage and into you raising the kids by yourself. And if he knows that if he can bring division in your marriage and in your home and he can he can get to your city. And if he gets to your city, he's going to get to your state. And if he gets to your state, he's going to get to your country. But we got to pause and say, wait a minute. I see who's trying to. God is not the author of confusion. All this confusion in the world we got going on. God's not the author of that. The devil is running roughshod over everything. And people are sitting back and firing shots at each other instead of looking at the devil and say, devil, I see what you're trying to do. But you're not coming to my marriage. You're not coming to my family. You're not coming to my home. You're not coming to my city. You're not coming. We got to learn to fight back the right way. Can I have an amen in here? Now, let me say this. Me and Jennifer were talking about this the other day. Listen. You can pass all the laws you want. If you still got wickedness in your heart, all you're going to do is break the laws. But if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. Then will I heal their land. Can I have an amen? That's the problem. We got to get to the root of the problem. He said the devil. Then he says in verse 50, and we are witnesses of all these things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to the witnesses chosen before by God. Even to us who ate and drank with him after he rose, arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins. And this is the third part. Is that now he releases the message. He has his divine appointment because God has prepared his heart for it. But now he releases the message. He talks about Jesus' death. He talks about his resurrection. He talks about the, the remission of sins. He talks about the power of God. He talks about how Jesus went around doing good and healing all those who were oppressed by the devil. He sticks to the script. The problem that we have now is the message has become so diluted. It's, be, it's become weird. It's strange. It's, it's, not, it's not the Bible. It's not authentic. It's not coming. It, it's not dealing with what's most important. 
And we're talking about, we, we overemphasize one aspect of it. And then we de-emphasize one aspect of it aspect of it and we're the message is so confusing and you sit down and talk to people and you you listen to them like oh my goodness or or people say stuff on facebook and on twitter and on this other and you're and you're like what are they talking about that's not even in the bible People have all these views, and the script has gotten all torn up, and, and it's gotten all mangled, and it's gotten all confusing. But we got to get, we have to get back to and stick to the script. This is not about us. It is about Jesus Christ. The message is about Jesus. He tells them about He tells them about remission of sins. He tells them about remission of sins. Now we don't even talk about remission of sins and why we need remission of sins. We say, come to the church and you can join and, and you know, and God loves you and just come in. But wait a minute, don't, don't they have to repent? They can come in, but the goal is once you get in, you're going to have to repent. Hang around here enough, and you, the Holy Spirit's going to convict you, and then you're going you're gonna to have to stop and then go in this direction. But we don't tell people that. We just tell them to come and then give your money. God forbid that we'd ever be a church that we just tell people to come and just give your money, but we don't care how you live. We don't care what you do. We don't care about anything else, and we don't even know if you're really saved and you really love God. You just, this is not a social club. Can I have an amen? This isn't, this isn't Black Hawk golf, you know, club. This is the church of the living God. And if you're going to be a part of it, you need to be born again. And to be born again, you have to repent. You have to come to Jesus. You have to release your faith. You have to walk with him. You got to tell the world, tell the world I'm gone. And I'm walking with Jesus now. Well, what happens is... I love Peter because he, he gives them the message in the church. We got to get back to message. We got to get back on message. Stop worrying about all this other stuff and get back on message because the message is what's going to change people's hearts. And if the message changes people's hearts, it's going to change their lifestyle. It's going to change their lives. It's going to change their family. It's going to change their... And he here is sticking to message. And because he's sticking the message, watch what happens. And this is the last point. The Holy Spirit is released. While Peter was still speaking these words. Doesn't say while Peter was talking about politics. While Peter was talking about, you know, let's go riot. And let's have a march. He, while Peter was doing this, and while Peter was doing that, it said, while Peter was still speaking these words. What words? He was talking about Jesus' death. He was talking about Jesus' resurrection. He was talking about the power of God. He was talking about how Jesus wants to impact culture. He was talking about how God doesn't show partiality to anybody. That whoever calls upon. He was talking about those things. And as he's talking about those things, while he's talking, like I said in the beginning, y'all, while you are working, the Holy Spirit is working. While you are doing your part, the Holy Spirit is doing his part. 
And while you are making your move, the Holy Spirit's getting ready to make his move. While you are locked in, the Holy Spirit is locked in. While you are tuned in, the Holy Spirit is tuned in. And as soon as he hears the right words, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all. Somebody say all. It doesn't matter, saints. He wants to pour his spirit upon everybody. And while he was speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision, the Jews who believed, were astonished. As many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. They had their cultural baggage. And they're looking in amazement that God is no respect to a person's. He doesn't care what color you are and what you got going on. Or he doesn't care. And, and even he doesn't, he's not worried about your past and how much baggage you got in your past. If you're willing to turn and come to him, he'll save you too. They were astonished. And as many as it came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay for a few days. This is how you change families. This is how you change cities. This is how you change states. This is how you change countries. If I could just get my favorite person in there, then, I could, then everything will change. No. Oh, he's telling you how things change. But people don't want this. They, they, don't, they don't think this isn't flashy enough. This isn't, you know. This isn't, too, this isn't cool enough. It's not going to be. But this is how you change. This is how, how God, the first Gentiles that received the Holy Spirit, this is how it happened. It happens this way. God is moving on them. God creates a divine connection, an appointment. He creates a divine appointment. A message goes forth that is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Then God pours out his spirit. This is how it is. There's, there's, we we got to stop thinking that it's all this, a bunch of other stuff. I praise God for laws. And I praise God, but, but that's not what's going to change people's hearts. It's not. It's wishful thinking. And for us as a church, I, I, I'm, I'm sharing this message. And some of this stuff you're going to hear in the book that I'm writing right now that this is this is we have to this is how you have lasting impact but the church is so the the church's equilibrium has been so caught up because we're we're listening and watching the wrong stuff saints don't jump on the roller coaster stay on god's train and stay committed to that and our job is to start drawing people into that which God has established. And this is exactly what happens to Cornelius. And not only to him, 
but to his, his whole family, to his extended family. Then it said just to many who were gathered at his house. And that's how we do it. My prayer is, as we go through this next six months and this ride that we're about to go on as a country, that you don't forget these biblical principles and what Jesus saved you for. And you don't, and I don't, forget that whoever is the next person in the White House, I could care if they're a woman or a man or, or an ape or a Chinese, or who, I don't care. My job is to pray for them. My job is to cry out to God and say, God, heal our land. My job is to turn from my own wicked ways and seek his face. My job is do the best that I can to honor him and keep my feet to the pavement and get out in in my community and have an impact. That's our job. Well, thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. This program is the production of The Well Christian Community. And we pray today's broadcast has blessed you and has encouraged you in Christ. If it has, would you take a moment and let us know? There are several ways that you can contact us. First, by mail. The Well Christian Community. Address your envelope to 2333 Neeson Drive. That's here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also stop by our website, learn more about us, and drop us an email, thewellchurch.net. That's thewellchurch.net. And then, of course, by phone, 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. As you visit our website, don't forget to look for the link to our Facebook page. And if you're on Facebook, simply search The Well Christian Community. You can even follow Pastor Napoleon on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. Until next time, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life and may he bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.